Hello, Australia. Konnichiwa, Australia. Welcome to Dodging Armageddon. Dodging Armageddon. To. Welcome to Tokyo 2020. Now, even bigger and better in 2021. Let's cross over to two Aussies camped on the business end of a chopstick, poised to take the gold medal plunge into the miso soup. It's rampaging Roy Slaven and H.G. Nelson. Are you there, H.G.? Yes, TF Mark, Jaiko and Ryden locked in the Dodging Armageddon soundproof booth at ABC Grandstand, Tokyo HQ. And you can feel that top-of-the-step golden vibe that is sweeping Tokyo in today's opening spray. Those youngsters brought it home for Australia yesterday. They were in the booth all day. But they brought it home. Not often you stare four go- three golds and four bronze in one day at the Olympic. Whoa, Tiger, that's a big Wednesday. And when the old hands gather, that's the one they'll be talking about forever. Australia, welcome to Tokyo, where the shower on the top of the system is golden. H.G. Nelson here, opening the dig on the dodge for another day of Olympic action. Day six. Welcome to day six of competition. Today set aside to acknowledge the contribution of ground staff, crews, green keepers and maintenance teams that keep the whole golden show ticking over. These hard workers are often the first to arrive and the last to leave and their job is never done in recognition of their valuable contribution to the Games in 2021. The IOC has organised a signed photo of His Excellency and Bruce to be sent out to each of you as the way of saying thanks for your efforts during the Games and you've joined us. Just as the women 4x200 free has been won, shall I say run and won, an incredible swim, very, very dramatic. China, world record first, USA second, Australia had to be happy with third. We greet you, incidentally, with the news that the Griffith and Wibrick competition is underway at last and the Monday night uh, lager man is out on the course. Uh, look, can I just say uh, a very sad news for boxer Sky Nicholson. She dips out by a point in the featherweights. It was a heartbreaking split decision. I mean... I don't like split decisions at the best of the times, but you have to wear them, I suppose. It was a devastating loss for Sky, who had been fighting just like the brother she never knew. It's a long and elaborate story, but uh, she saw some video of an older brother who she never met, and she thought, bloody hell, I fight just like him. I might go and get gold. Our Ollie Ruse, uh, look, they were ambushed. Don't like using the term, but they were. They were ambushed by the pharaohs. The pharaohs. So many questions in this two-blot loss. An Olympic journey cut short by the might of an Egyptian boil over. That's what my headline in the blog is. Put up 500,000 words about this match. So many issues. Defence, attack, defence, attack, which is better. You'll have to read it and draw your own conclusions. But on the right side of the street, our boomers beat Italy in a thriller that went down to the S-Bend and beyond. 86-83. Cookers and hockey roos are still firing. I don't believe they've dropped a match in either campaign. They are on target for gold. Beach volleyball, the men sadly out. They've patched up the speedos and are heading, well, somewhere. Uh, But the women are bravely battling on in Paulie over Italy. Now, elsewhere, Fiji win back-to-back gold in the bloke sevens. The women's comp begins later today. Aussies looking very, very good for gold. Uh, Now, let's free from the leash. On day six, a man who brings it home whenever he is home. He brings it home when he's nowhere near his home. Let me just say this about his homing instincts. The legend is growing before our our eyes. That man is rampaging Roy Slavin. What highlights have caught your eye overnight? Shintaro! Konnichiwa, HG-san, and uh, konnichiwa, Australia-san. 
like you, HG, I'm overwhelmed with the uh, the Aussie tilt. I, the I Aussie just, tilt. It, yeah. it, it, it has been extraordinary. Now, just just a couple of observations, HG. I'm wondering if uh, Basil should be groomed for the athletics. Um, this I, is Basil think... Zemplis, the mayor of Perth. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think he could bring these skills, you know, the you've got to beat a legend to you know, become, become a legend, legend, that sort of stuff. I think you could bring that to athletics. And let's face it, you know, Bruce is not going to go on forever. No. Do you think Basil or Master away? Away! Yes, I can see Basil doing that. I'd just like to see him given a go uh-huh. next week. Do you think just he should start small, like on the high jump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start with, Easy with a couple of heats. Yeah. You know, let's cross to Basil at da 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 Let's go. Away! He could do it. And maybe people should be asked to poll, how do you think Basil's going? How do you think he went? Yeah, dump. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Now, could I just say, too, in terms of observations, HG, our chef de mission, Ian Chesterman. Oh, he hadn't done a great job. He is doing a magnificent mm. job. Hard roll. What an outstanding Australian he is. Uh, there's been no incidents. Mm-hmm. There's been, uh, you know, no indiscretions by any of our athletes. And I put that down to Chesterman. Either he's managed to uh, throw a blanket over them or shut the door on them, uh, but nothing's got out. And I thank him for that. No. You know, because I, no. I, I, I bumped into an HG. I went to an AOC party last night. I know you were a little bit... Uh, Under the weather. Yeah, you couldn't attend. Um, I was there with uh, uh, His Excellency John Coates, mm-hmm. uh, who was uh, hosting the function. Ian Chessman was there, and I was able, I was able to say, you, you're doing an outstanding job. Uh, there were finger foods and a few Australian wines, uh, there were a few developers there, HG, Aussie developers, uh, with some interesting ideas. From there Brisbane? Were from, uh, yes, from Brisbane. There was some uh, CEOs from the Australian rice industry. Yeah, I mean, which, ahead, Because, you know, the, 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 the Japanese are a little bit standoffish when it comes to Australian long-grain rice. And I, I, as I pointed out to them, that Australian long-grain rice, as far as I'm concerned, is about the best in the world. Um, and uh, anyway, a, a few of them tried a couple of the rice balls that we had there, and they, they you know, they, they, they thought they were across. okay. Yeah. They, they, there was no, uh, no one expressed disappointment. Um, now, I bumped into the Japanese uh, ambassador and the mayor of Tokyo, HG. This is uh, Yuriko Koiki, and what a terrific Live bloke. Life. He's a lovely bloke, yeah. a lovely bloke. He loves a joke, loves telling a joke. Mm-hmm. If I understood Japanese, I would have laughed la- you know, a lot a harder, lot. a lot harder than I did. But I did you know, let him give, give him the impression that I did understand what he was talking about. But what I did mention through an interpreter to him, HG, was uh, the prospect of perhaps developing a sister-city relationship between Tokyo and Brisbane. Wow. And uh, I think he... Got the idea? Got the idea, and the mayor of Brisbane was in the room. I introduced the pair. I left them to it. House on fire? House on fire. It was a terrific night. Social distancing, of course. Yeah, well, it goes without saying. It goes without saying. Well, we're allowed to take our masks off while we're eating our rice balls. Yeah, I know. And uh, sipping sipping our wines. There were South Australian reds and West Australian whites. And they were were delightful. Delightful. I was very, very proud. Now, uh, as you mentioned, as you a very professional performance from the Boomers last night over Italy, I just thought they handled that magnificently. Just, you know, three points in it, that's all we needed. 
That's all we needed. Um, and uh, Ash Barty and Storm Sanders, unfortunately, bundled out of the bundled doubles. Out. Bundled yeah. out. Yeah, don't like that. Um, and uh, you mentioned uh, the uh, the Monday Night Beer Man. Mm. It's uh, <clears throat> Leishman. Mm-hmm. I think he's sitting at 28th at the moment. And Cam Smith, who has the, the letters AUS, <laughs> they've been shaved into the side of his head. That's how that's how proud he is. You know, it just looks fantastic. And a lot of people are pointing at him and saying, you know, what's that all about? And he says, oh, I'm Australian. You know, and then they get it and then they, they, they get the it. joke as well and yeah. they love it. Uh, look, he's, uh, well, 10 off the pace at this stage, but, you know, with Cam Smith, he always starts slow and uh, finishes strong. And this is stroke play. I'm suggesting he'll climb the field uh, as the as the day progresses. But uh, as everyone, everyone said to me last night, or a lot of the Japanese I spoke to, they said to me, Roy, Australia, Seiko! Cold sushi, seaweed and sashimi, or a hot sausage roll with tomato sauce and timtam. No argument. This is Dodging Armageddon on ABC Radio. Roy, uh, the day's action, I mean, after the highs of yesterday, yeah. do you feel a bit as though I do. it's come back to earth a little I bit? I feel we were dudded in that uh, 200 medley. Oh, sorry, the 200, 200, 200 free. free, the, the relay, what, yeah. because America and China beat us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. I'm principal. Because I know that we compete fairly. Mm-hmm. I'll say no more, but whispers are received. I've received whispers that there are a lot of chemists dancing around the world as we speak. So, two, uh, I think America. This is a win and, for the chemists. It's a win for and, the chemists. And uh, China and America. And I'm calling the bronze they got today, those golden Honest. girls, I'm calling it gold. <laughs> now, uh, Chalmers, obviously, another one. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a hard event. I know. But silver, silver's good. Yeah, silver's good. Silver's and, real good. And, of course, Suddenly Cook, yeah. who did the right Gold. thing. Gold! Thanks very much. Gold. Gold! Right he did the Australian thing. Thanks. Thanks. Now, can I come to two issues in the pool? The yep. Bigfoot one got enormous wraps overnight for his perspicacity, if I can say that Perspicacity, yes. Thanks very much. You know, because you're insightful. Insightful. Incredibly insightful. You know, I didn't realise that I'd forgotten the skill of towing. You know, when you're swimming beside someone, you can get into their... Draft. Draft and be drawn by them. And Ian was able to point out in a match, a race I was watching this morning, that where the cunning, he might have been European, uh, swam on t- towards ah, yes, the the, uh, the uh, rope, yes, so that the Aussie kitty couldn't get in on his on his wash. So th- th- I'd never realised that. You know, where you swim in a lane is terribly important. A lot of people think, oh, just look at the uh, black line on the bottom and stay on top of that. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. Sometimes you swim over near near the rope. Sometimes you'll come back over to, towards the other rope, depending on what's happening around you. And I thought that was incredibly insightful. Now, in the past, this has been raised as a big issue and there's been yeah. a lot of ooh about it. Yeah. And I thought they designed some sort of lane rope yeah. which prevented that from happening. Yes. But they obviously, in Japan, they haven't caught up with no, that they technology. Haven't. That's Australian technology, I think. Mm-hmm. I think our lane ropes are such that they act as baffles and doesn't allow any towing to occur. Mm-hmm. Whereas these ones... 
here. They're, they're last year's model. I pointed this out at the, at the do last night. Uh, I, don't, I tried to get the message through. I don't know if it did. You had a sample well, of the, well, Aussie the, 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 the mayor of Tokyo, he couldn't give a bugger about lane ropes. I'm telling you now, he couldn't. I tried to I tried to point I did a little drawing and pointed at the lane rope and said, no good, no good, no good. Slowed my language down, you know, shouted a little bit. I think the message got through, but he wasn't interested. <laughs> now... I'm he was like... interested in our rice, though. He thought our rice was really good. <laughs> Which country produces the finest Wagyu beef in the world? Which country produces the finest sushi in the world? The finest rice? Too easy. Take a bow, Australia. This is Dodging Armageddon on ABC Radio. Now, Roy, uh, listen, can I just... The pub test, which I think is the guide to inclusion and exclusion of events in the games, I I line up three things, golf, table tennis Mm. and equestrian. Now, I'm never sure exactly whether... You mean whether they're legitimate Olympic sports or not? Correct. That's that's what you're getting at. I'm looking at access here. Now, uh, golf, Mm. uh, and uh, golf has an established... Competition of majors outside the Olympics. Does. So therefore, and a lot of people don't play the Olympics because it doesn't earn them enough money. No, that's right. You know, then that's similarly right. with tennis. Table yeah. tennis, now yeah. access, no problem. Yeah. You can go down to a probably a St Vinnie's store or a Salvation Army store, mm. anywhere across Australia and pick up a couple of bats and a busted ball. Well, you can make your going, own. Make your own. Out of three-ply. I mean, who hasn't done that? That's who hasn't right. done that? I know. I mean, Aussies do that. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Now, every beach shack in the you know, across Australia would have a table tennis table exactly. or something that you could play on. Yep, yep. Now, Are you saying that gives it Olympic legitimacy, HG? Well, I am. Yes. I am. I'm right. saying it's accessible to everybody in the world, therefore yes. it's possible to do it. Yep. Then we come to the stars, our star, Dian Fang Lei, yes. who did incredibly well. She and did. a sixth Olympics. Yes. A sixth Olympics. No way. A sixth Olympics. That it was is just astonishing. Incredible. That, that's like hoy, isn't it? Very like hoy. Yeah. You know, okay. I think he's up to his eighth. Now, eighth that brings yeah. me to equestrian. Yeah. Now, takes yeah. a lot to keep a horse, takes a lot to train a horse. The drugs for the horses to make them do all that clippity clop stuff going yeah. sideways, everything like that. I know. Not cheap. No, it's not. Uh, no. And it's not a sport that you would feel as though kids listening to this program today, anywhere in Australia, yeah. would think, bloody hell, Roy and HG were talking about equestrian. I might investigate. They're not going to. It's not, not going to happen, is it? See, yeah, it's like rowing eights. You know, you think I want to be an eight. I want to get into the eights. Well, it makes it very difficult. Actually, you've got to find seven other people who are interested. That's and then you've got to find some a boat that'll fit eight. (laughs) You know, then you've got to make your own oars and all that sort of stuff. And then you've got to find some water somewhere. Now, put it in for for a nation like Australia. We're pretty much water challenged. I mean, if you're living in Brewarrina and you want to be one of the eights, possible, impossible. In a drought, absolutely impossible. And they won't let you take your boat into the bloody Olympic pool there. They won't. <laughs> Can I ask? But, but in terms of these other bloody clownish sports, <clears throat> like golf, uh, I've always felt that, sure, you can have golf, but why not make it Olympic golf? Now, Olympic golf, there might be time restraints. Oh. So if you get... Manage to do your 18 holes in 18 minutes, for example. You get a bonus. You get bonuses, yes. So that there's speed. You're awarded for fitness. You know, if you put Leishman beside Cam Smith, you know Cam Smith's got to get around a little faster than Tubby. And so Cam Smith should be rewarded for being mm. fitter. 
Mm. I mean, that's what we want, isn't it? Isn't it about, you know, better, faster, stronger, higher, together, yeah. whatever that, whatever it is? Yeah. That's not being expressed in golf. Because as it is, any, you know, unfit lump of lard who can drag a bag <laughs> can, 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 can win gold. And that's not right. Dodging Armageddon recognises the Aussie spirit, forged in Anzac, tempered in Kokoda and blessed with fairness. A will to succeed and respect for decency. Uh, yes, now, if you want to get in touch with the show, and who doesn't, uh, RoyNHG at abc.net.au, RoyNHG at abc.net.au, and that'll reach us here in Tokyo. And the following have, Roy. Yeah, they have. Could I just point out, HG, I, I, we took that photograph yesterday for George and sent it through. Uh, you recall George wanted a photo of us by the pool with, uh, well, we managed to get the Ariane and our two sets of awesome foursomes, which was great. I was hoping Basil would be able to join us, but I discovered, and I didn't know this, Basil's back in Sydney. It might be in Melbourne. He's in Melbourne, is he? He well, might travel between the two. He's calling it off the booth oh, with, no. with Thorpe and Lethal Liesel. They're nowhere near Tokyo. I got the shock of my life. <laughs> but it made sense then why there's this awkward... Blurry sound. Blurry sound, yeah. Yeah. Marrying the sound of the pictures. I mean, it's... Yeah. Impossible. Anyway. Anyway, George was happy with the shot we sent through. Um, now... This comes from Steve. He says, uh, I was listening to the riveting coverage of the women's mountain bike and heard the commentator say that, and I'm sort of paraphrasing here, Swiss mountain biking history goes back to before mountain biking existed. (laughs) Is this some sort of distorted temporal time (laughs) continuum? No wonder they went one, two and three. They've been training since before the mountain bike was, was invented. Perhaps Aussie sports kiddies should start training for sports that don't exist yet. Alpine interpretive ski dancing or cross-country bike fishing, says Steve. Well, they're excellent choices of sports to get involved with. That bike fishing I can see working. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that that interesting? The Swiss have been doing for so long, before the bike was invented, they were were doing it. I know. And what's weird is I wonder how many other sports are like that. Who would would have thought that the pole vault was people were pole vaulting before the pole vault was... Before the pole vault came around. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Look out for them in the yeah, year. or Swiss horn blowing. Oh, they they yeah. were doing that before they got a horn. Uh, now this comes from uh, Darren at Bateman's Bay. Yeah, he says uh, we all know that rugby league is the game that keeps on giving. I'm getting that rugby league feeling about the Tokyo Olympics. He wow. says. Wow. For example, Dracula in the boxing, BMX bikes colliding with officials, boats hindering race starts, f bombs, swim coaches losing the plot, brown water ocean, poor sideline interviewing. I'm sure I'll be adding to this list, he says. Right, that's interesting. That I, is look, interesting. It is falling uh, apart when you look at it through the that lens, that, that lens. Yeah. Bateman Bay prism. Yes. And look, I, I've just got to say, is I'm surprised how. I've got to be honest here, when you're here and you don't see that mm. so much, I'm amazed at how smoothly it's all running. I know. Uh, I, know. I mean, I take your point about the chef de Michon. Yes. Uh, Ian Chesterman, he's an incredible job. Yeah. Throwing a blanket over everything. I know. Closing the door. <laughs> Making sure the doors are closed. Now, this comes from Simon. He says, I live on the New South Wales Central Coast. Oh, yeah. And you may be aware that we have a council that can't balance a budget, not mm. even close to balancing. Well, not alone mm. there. But this morning, whilst on a walk, I noticed signs at various local sports fields indicating coaches-only parking. 
Less than 24 hours after Dean Boxall became a viral Olympic story, our council appears to acknowledge the special place coaches hold. I've noticed that it doesn't say football coaches or cricket coaches, indicates for all coaches, swimming coaches and even life coaches. Wonderful work by our council. I'm wondering, H- I mean, that's a terrific insight. I'm wondering if coaches should be given special parking privileges. Uh, around Australia. Around Australia. And would you have to have a registered coach? Just a big, C, a big C on the door. Yeah. Or one of those plastic, like a disabled sign that, that you put on your dashboard, a big C, and that allow, that gives you... <clears throat> Look, parking the, in, impunity. You I can don't, park I don't, wherever you like. I don't want to park give, in a police stone. Police stone. Wherever I, you wish. I don't want to give people ideas. No, but, but can I just say that it would encourage more people to become coaches. Though it, it certainly would, and it would certainly identify if you had a bad run of outs with the coach of where you could start <laughs> adding to the damage. Well, that's true. You know, and I don't want to give people ideas. That's like I say, true. I mean, remember those stories we broke about what it's like to coach Celtic. Yeah. Uh, I think Ange Postacoglu, the great Australian coach, is up there at the moment trying he to is. weave his magic with a side that doesn't want to win. No. No, that's true. <laughs> anyway, I mean, so having the sea on your car oof. might get it trashed. Is that what you're talking well, about? Well, yes, I think towed away. <laughs> now, now, this comes from Charles. Yes. He says, as someone who's uh, made such a contribution to Japanese sports, and indeed world sport, are you aware of any contribution which Kimiko Date or Date will make to these Olympics. Remember her? Great tennis player. Lovely tennis player, yes. Now, according to Wikipedia, the date kitty currently owns and runs a German bakery in Tokyo named Frau Crumb. (laughs) So it appears she's in town. Frau Crumb. Yeah. Well, I've been to Frau Crumb. I saw Kimiko date. She's great. And what sort of stuff does she knock out, like sourdough? Yeah, you can have finger buns. What's the weirdest thing, actually? You can go there for cafe and kuchen. In, in Tokyo. Oh, wow. Just go down to Kimiko Date's place. It is Cafe astonishing. And Cafe and Kirken. Um, just finally, this comes from Tangles. Oh, yeah. He says, will there be Olympics-related questions on the census next month? It's a great mm-hmm. opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, like what, though? The data mm-hmm. collected could be handy for 2032. Possible questions are listed below. How many Olympians are in the house? <laughs> <laughs> what Olympic sports should be given the flick? What sports should be added for 2032? Who is your favourite Olympian? They're just a couple off the top of Charles's, of Tangles's head, but they're not bad questions. They're very they? good questions. And how do they fit into an overall census? You know, like let's say a census largely there to count dogs and work out whether you've got a post box and that sort of stuff, sure. or you know, let a box out the front. Yeah, or how many bedrooms are in your house, yeah, that's or right. where and you park in your them. car, and yeah. all of that. And sort other of stuff. beds yeah. made of cardboard. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that detail, sort of stuff. Yeah. Micro detail. Yeah, so we can plan for the future. I know. Well, I suppose Olympians have needs. Well, we're planning for two thousand and thirty-two. Wouldn't mm. it be great to have a bit of a view on what Australians want with their Olympics? I think the census is the way to go. You know, it's so long since the people have been let into that, though. Yeah. Because, you know, His Excellency Juan Antonio Coates yes. keeps a pretty untight rein on it. That's true. That's true. Uh, look, just quickly, Richard's been in touch. He says, further the idea of crowd noise from previous Olympics could be superimposed other events at these games. Why not superimpose previous commentary? Imagine Bruce telling us Cathy needs to lift as the current crop hit the home straight in the 400 metres. How surreal would that be? That would be surreal. (laughs) That certainly would be. What a great idea, though. It is a great idea.
Uh, <clears throat> I mean, ha- would that be possible to do? Of course they could do that. Yeah. I mean, Basil could do that in the booth where he is in Melbourne. Now, obviously the Olympics roll on. Yeah. Uh, there's um, some excellent, uh, what would I call it, vision coming through at the moment of the uh, Sevens, which has yeah. just gotten underway. And I think it looks great without a crowd. It does. I'll crowd... tell you what, our rugby Sevens, I've got them penciled in for gold. I know, I know, I know. The blokes had to go home, but the girls are going to, yeah. can I use this term, bring it home? Yeah. Uh, look, uh, that's it for today. Uh, we'll join us again when once along, once again, we wander along the highway to gold right here on Dodging Armageddon. <laughs>